0: what's up y'all welcome to the 19th episode of the journey podcast with me jada christine today we're gonna have a very important conversation i think every conversation is important but this is something straight from god he was really speaking to me on this one and it's something that concerns me the title of this message or the title of this conversation is God doesn't care about me and we're talking about the importance of full submission to God and forgive me if I look down at my notes because I'm back with the full scripts okay like I literally wrote down everything I have to say and if I'm looking at the camera if I'm looking at the laptop the whole time please forgive me I'm sorry but I have to make sure I say everything well clearly and I have to make sure I get every single point across and if that means reading the whole script that means me reading the whole script but Looking into Christianity from the outside can be hard. And we have an important role as believers to portray God the proper way, to be his mouthpiece because he's not physically here as a human being anymore. He's not, Jesus isn't here. He uses us as his vessels to reach people. We are the light of the world, okay? Like it's an important role and we can't take it lightly. So when people, I hear a lot, I see a lot on TikTok I talk a lot about TikTok, I'm sorry. But like videos, people will be saying like me coming to someone asking for advice and they say, just pray about it or talk to God. That's a very blatant statement. So you can tell someone, oh, just pray about it. And to a believer, that's like, okay, you're right. I haven't prayed about it. Let me talk to God. Someone who's not a believer, someone who is struggling, someone who has lost their trust in God, someone who has resentment, someone who has a hardened heart towards Christianity, they're going to hear that and they're going to be like, that is... That is the worst advice I've ever heard because they're going to be like, I've already prayed about it. They're going to be like, what is getting on my knees or what is sitting in my car with my hands folded and my head bowed talking to the air going to do? They're not going to understand. It's important that we are clear. It's important that we (laughs) share those testimonies. It's important that we share the intimate details of what it's like having a relationship with Christ because people don't get it. People think Christianity, there's distance between us and God. People think that in Christianity, and I don't even like, y'all know I don't like using Christianity, but using the word Christianity, but being a believer, being a follower of Christ, people misunderstand it all the time. And understandably, because the world um, has has done a bad job, religion has done a bad job, church has done a bad job, there's a lot of work that needs to be done within Christianity. But people have the wrong idea. And there's... There's so much hope. There's so much light within following Jesus, simply following Jesus that people don't understand. And that is why Christians advocate so hard for him. That's why it feels like we're pushing our religion on you when really we're just trying to have a conversation with you. It's like trying the best restaurant you've ever eaten at and you just want to tell everybody about it. Like... I went to this doctor who healed me and now I want to tell you about it because you're struggling with the same sickness I had. That's what it's like when you follow Christ. How could you keep it to yourself? You know, like you have this wonderful savior. You have this wonderful spiritual father who has saved you, who has healed you, has redeemed you and restored you. And people come to you asking questions like, I'm struggling right now where I'm at in life. Well, this is my healer. His name is Jesus. And people are hardened towards that. And they're not open to hearing about him. And so we need, to, we need to break that wall down, okay? Like So that's what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be aimed towards those who are hardened towards God, who feel like God doesn't care about them, who feels like they Christians are crazy. Like, what are you talking about? You have a savior. What are you talking about? You can't see him. What, is, what are you talking about? Faith. Um, it's for those. And it's going to be about the, por- the importance of full submission to God because when Christians come saying, just pray about it, they leave out the part where you have to fully submit to him. In order to see some things. In order to reach a certain level. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Before I get into this, I just want to... I want to let you know that God cares about what you're going through. He does. Even if it doesn't feel like it. He understands every single human emotion that you have come across. He understands the sadness. He understands the pain. He understands the struggle. He understands the sin. He understands the mistakes, the grief. He understands every single human emotion. He literally made you. There is no distance. He's... He's he's alive. He, he's in us. He he he. Jesus has been here. Jesus experienced. He Jesus came here and in, in the flesh of God and lived through every single emotion that every human has ever been through. No emotion you've had, no experience you've had, is foreign to God. He understands it all. Don't count him out. Don't say he never did nothing for you because he woke you up this morning. Even if you didn't want to be woken up this morning, he still wants you here. If he didn't want you here, you would have been gone. He still has something for you here. He has something for you tomorrow. He has something for you within the next hour, whether that is development, whether that is a storm, or whether that is a blessing. He still has you here for something. So this is for the hopeless, those who have, those who are dealing with resentment. And before we start, I want to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you today, praying that you would soften the hearts of those who have hardened hearts toward you. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would touch every heart that is sitting, that is watching behind this camera, that is watching behind their screen, Lord. I pray that this camera, this screen would not be a barrier for you to move, Lord. I pray that you would move in their lives just as you have moved through mine, through watching videos, through getting prayed over through videos, through watching sermons, through videos, through watching anything, Lord. I pray that you would move in their lives just as you have moved in mine, Lord. And I pray that you would speak to them in a way that they can understand. I pray that you would use use me as a mouthpiece to speak to anyone's situation anyone's unique circumstances lord and allow them to see change in their lives truly because i don't want this to be something that goes in one ear and out the other does not penetrate lord let it let every single word penetrate deeply lord and let it hold weight in their lives in jesus mighty name i pray amen so um like i said in the prayer i want to be really careful with my words because a lot of people like i said a lot of people come to christians and they really be saying stuff but don't be saying anything at all if you know what i'm saying like they be talking but nothing nobody no words no meaning like where's the actual help in all those words you just told me if that makes sense um but first things first you have to understand that the word says the rain falls on the just and the unjust what that means is life is hard (laughs) like storms are gonna come hurricanes are going to come in every single person's life no matter who you are no matter how faithful you are to God no matter how unfaithful you are to God no matter how messy you think your life is rain is going to fall on every single one of us we're going to all have struggles we're going to all have pain we're going to all go through it it's going to be hard like it's freaking hard okay but God is still good we're not going to always understand what God is trying to do in us we don't understand what he's trying to develop in us. We'll never un- understand why the rain falls in our lives unless he specifically tells us why. Because sometimes there's just things get so bad that you don't understand how God could have possibly put you through that. Like God, how could have you? Ha- how could you have possibly put me through this, knowing that it would lead me here, wanting to end my life, knowing that it would lead me here, wanting to not go, not move forward in any way why would you do that knowing that it would put me here like these are questions we've all asked god at some point like when it just gets so bad god why like you know are you here do you see me do you feel me like if you read psalms man read psalms those prayers like um you can see how hopeless that every human has gotten like the point that they've gotten to where they question like god are you here do you see me do you feel me he does but yeah when when you're walking with when you're walking with god and i mean every single day things are not going to always be easy um they're not going to always be good 2022 for me this year has been rough for me it's literally my only second year walking with christ and i feel like he's uprooted me off of a path that i was down not that that path was absolutely horrible not that my aspirations and goals was were bad but the path that god has is redirecting me down it's completely different. It's completely different. And it's been hard. God has done a lot of uprooting in my life. <clears throat> He's done a lot of tearing down. He's done a lot of transition. He's done a lot of healing. He's done a lot of things that hurt like hell, but they have been good for me. And they're not always things that I understand, but they are hard. Um, Literally since January, it's now October, it's been 10 months. And I feel like I may be seeing, not maybe, I feel like I see the light. And that doesn't mean I haven't been seeing Jesus the whole time, but I'm starting to understand why he has taken me through so much because I see what he's doing now. And it's not something that you'll always understand in the moment. See, me going down this line of going through this process of being stripped, being tore down, things in my life just disappearing, literally, like... Just now, 10 months later, I feel like I might be seeing why. Like, oh, God, this is why you did that. And no, it does not make sense to me all the time. It does not make sense to me all the time, but I know that He has my best interest because of what I've seen that He's developed in me through that process. So if you feel like that, I just want to encourage you to stay faithful to God because He's always going to be faithful to you, even in the storm. Even when you don't see it, even when you don't feel it, He's good. He's your father. With God being our father, I wanna put this in you know, relatable earthly terms. I forgot what verse in the Bible that was where someone was talking and they were like, let me put it in earthly terms. So I'm gonna put it in earthly terms. Um, God is our father. Put yourself in the shoes of an actual father, an actual parental figure, a mother, um, any parental figure, any guardian figure. They have to make hard decisions for their children, just as God does. They've been here longer and God been here for the longest he literally created everything in you and everything around you he created everything in your world and everything out of your world he understands things that you don't understand and if you were a mother or you if you were a father or if you have kids you understand the fact that you oversee that person's life you see you've been their age before you you see yourself in them you see the path that they're going down you're leading them on that path you have dominion over their life after God and you have to protect them from things. So when they say mommy or when they say dad, I wanna I wanna touch this hot stove. No, you can't touch that hot stove. Well why I wanna touch it? <laughs> no, you can't touch that hot stove. Well why I wanna touch it? And then you end up slapping their arm away, or they do it and they get burned. Now they're like, "Mommy, my 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 finger burns. I just touched the hot stove." Well, I told you not to touch it. <laughs> um, that's what we're. That's what it's like being in God's shoes. We question God. We ask Him questions like, "God, why are we going through this? Why can't I do this?" And He understands. No, this is going to burn you. This is going to hurt you. This is going to break you down. This is going to deteriorate you. And I don't want you to experience that. Then we go ahead and do it anyways. And then we sit there and we're like, God, what happened? You're supposed to protect me. You're supposed to look out for me. You're supposed to be in my life guiding me. And we blame him. That verse, I think it's Proverbs 19.3. People ruin their lives with their own foolishness and then get angry at the Lord. We have some accountability in this. We have some form of accountability. Some storms come and they come, but we we have some form of accountability in some situations. Um, not every time you get burned it's it's the devil not every time you get burned it's your um it's yourself every situation varies but um god has been here longer that's why the word says lean not on your own understanding in order to get into a place where you see the goodness of god in your life where you can see your prayers answered where you can rest in him you have to submit to him you have to let him come in Tear all the idols down that you have exalted above him. You have to let him establish order in the mess you've made. You have to let him take people out, put people in, uproot you, move you into new places, and it hurts. You have to fully submit to him and allow him to do that in your life. And it's going to hurt. It is. Healing is never easy. Transforming is not is not easy. Transitioning is not easy. But God's glory... And God's promises are for his children. And what he needs from us as his children is submission and patience. If you look at the word of God, he's left us many promises. But people like to leave out the parts when they're preaching in church that say if and that say submit. Those are two key words that always get left out. They're the ifs and the buts, the conditions. I looked at this verse the other night and it hit home for me. And I could look at it and I could tell myself, God, I've been faithful to you. I've submitted to you. So I know that this means you will come through for me. This verse, this scripture is my receipt that tells me you have my back. I'm going to read it. It's Job 22, 21 through 30. It says, submit to God and you will have peace. Then things will go well for you. Listen to his instructions and store them in your heart. If you return to the almighty, you will be restored. So clean up your life. If you give up your lust for money and throw your precious gold in the river, the Almighty himself will be your treasure. He will be your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the Almighty and look up to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows to him. You will succeed in whatever you choose to do and light will shine on the road ahead of you. If people are in trouble and you say, help them, God will save them. Even sinners will be rescued. They will be rescued because your hands are pure. Now look. That sounds so good. It does, but we have to dissect the scripture. First, first three words: submit to God. What does submit to God look like? What does submission look like? I know we hear a lot of um, podcasters. I see a lot of podcasters who talk about women who submit to their husbands. It kind of looks like that, but actually, no. I don't want to use that analogy because y'all gonna y'all gonna cancel me. But um, <laughs> full submission to God. Fully submitting to God, fully submitting to God, what does it mean to submit? The definition of submit is submit means to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. When you fully submit to God, and it says submit to God and you will have peace, then things will go well for you. When you fully submit to God, fully submit to God. That means you give him all control you relinquish all control you give him all your burdens you give him all your concerns you give him all your worries all your plans and you allow him to take control of your life and that's when it may seem like everything is all the rain is coming down god i'm losing all my friends god i've been i ain't been outside in 10 days god i just lost my job god i just got kicked out of school God, I'm struggling right now. God, I don't see you. Where are you? He's tearing down the things in your life and it looks like a storm, but he's rebuilding something through the process and he's building endurance in you. He's building faith in you. That's why it's important to submit to him. And it does not say pray to God and you will have peace. It does not say ask God and you will have peace. It does not say be a good person and you will have peace. It says submit to God and you will have peace and things will go well for you. You have to fully submit to him um the next the next sentence it says listen to his instructions and store them in your heart we don't be listening to the good book <laughs> there's a lot of advice in there there's a lot of instructions in there there's a lot of don'ts there's a lot of do's in there there's a lot of things that um would help us in life it's not a self-help book but the, the word of god has a lot of instructions in there it says listen to his instructions not just listen but do them when you read the word apply it to your life and store them in your heart. It says, store them in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. A lot of us don't return, truly return back to the Almighty. We, turn, we try to turn back to God, but we still want to live for ourselves. We turn back to God, but we still turn to drugs for help. We, st- we try to turn back to God, but we still smoke weed for peace. We try to turn back to God, but we still rely on ourselves to get us through. try to turn back to god but we still do things our way because that's the only way we know how we have not relinquished all control to him we have not submitted to him it says if you return to all to the almighty you will be restored not if you do what you want to do and try to return to almighty you will be restored there i don't even want to use the words conditions i don't even want to use the word conditions because god's love is unconditional but there are instructions. There's 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 a way to do this walk, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things you got to do. You can't just play with God's heart like that. Like he wants you to love him. He does not he wants you to choose him every day. That's what love is. He doesn't want you to be in a talking stage with him. He doesn't want you to date him. Y'all are in marriage. That's what it means when you submit to God. He wants you to return to him. Y'all in it for the long haul. That's what it is when you come to Christ, okay? You can't be up, You will, we all get this way, but we can't be flimsy, flimsy, up and down, in and out, one foot in, one foot out. Um, I want to serve you and I want to serve the world. You can't have, you can't do both sides. That's a deception. You cannot say you believe in God and continue to do you. You have one foot in, you have one foot out. You have not fully submitted to him. The spirit has come. What is that verse? The spirit is full truth. You have to accept the full truth. The spirit isn't going to reside in you and allow you to only believe parts of the Bible that you want to believe in and throw the, other, throw the other parts out the window. That's not the spirit of God. The spirit is going to convict you. The spirit isn't going to allow you to live in sin, live under your own ruling, and be in submission to God. That's not how it works because truly you are still submitted to yourself saying I'ma do me, but I'ma listen to this part of the Bible because that's some good advice. It says, "If you give up your lust for money and throw your precious gold into into the river, the Almighty Himself will be your treasure. He will be your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the Almighty and look up to God. You will pray to Him and He will hear you, and you will fulfill your vows to Him. You will succeed in whatever you choose to do, and the light will shine on the road ahead of you. Maybe you feel like all there is in your life is darkness." James 4, 7 says, therefore, submit to God, submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's talking about temptation. I'm pretty sure. But same thing. Resist the devil and he will flee for you. Submit to God. When you submit to God, you can resist the devil. You can resist that darkness. You can get yourself out of those circumstances and those environments, not even yourself. God will get you out of those circumstances in your environments. And you will not You will have a a role that means I'm not going to lead myself down this dark path. I'm not going to keep walking with these people that God has pulled me from. I'm not going to keep resisting God and what he's doing in my life. Because you resist God, then you can't resist the devil. Maybe you have trust issues with God. You're like, God, I prayed that this wouldn't happen and it did. Proverbs 3, 5-6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path." You want to trust in the Lord with all your heart, but part of you still trusts yourself, part of you still trusts the world, part of you still trusts the bad advice that your friend is giving you. You have to trust in God with all of your heart. It takes all of you, it takes all of you, it takes your whole life. You have to give it all to him. You have to give it all to him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. It's not going to make sense all the time. It's not going to make sense all the time. God, why is this happening? God, why are you putting me through this? Why, God, God, this doesn't make sense. Lean not on your own understanding. Give it to him. He understands. He knows what's coming. He knows this world better than you do. In all your ways, acknowledge him every day. every Everything you do in this life. All your ways, acknowledge him. God, I give you the glory. That's what that looks like. And he shall direct your paths. That's three things. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Now, when you have submitted to God and you wait on him, even if it takes 10 years, that's when you will truly see him show up. That's when you will truly understand what these crazy Christians talking about. Because how are you going to see things if you don't give Him a chance? You know, God is not limited by time. But, like I said earlier, this is a marriage. You're in it for the long haul. In order to see things change in your life, you have to keep walking with him throughout your life. You cannot jump in and out of relationship with God. People do it, but you can't do it if you want to see true things change in your life. If you it's a process. the whole your whole life is a process. So when you get into full submission of God, You in it for the long haul, like I said. In order to see things change, you got to stay, you got to stick to them. These days, we don't know nothing about long suffering. That's one of the fruits of the spirit, I'm pretty sure, right? Like, yeah, that's one of the fruits of the spirit. Long suffering. What does that mean? Long suffering. Suffering for a long period of time. That's what patience is. While you wait on God, it may be hard. You may be suffering. But that's what it takes. I don't wanna tell y'all, you know, why come a god ain't all bad, okay? I feel like I'm I feel like I'm warning y'all. No, that's not what this means. That's not what this means. But that's what choosing God daily looks like. It's hard sometimes. But you can't say God didn't ever do nothing for you if you didn't wait on him, if you didn't give him a chance. If you prayed, you prayed one day, woke up the next nothing something changed, and you decided to this this isn't gonna work. When you get into relationship with god it's not always going to be easy things are hard and that's why christians rely so heavily on prayer rely so heavily on waiting rely so heavily on reading and rely so heavily on worshiping because it gets us through when you come to a christian saying i need help and they say just pray about it or just wait on god just talk to god it's because sometimes that's all we know truthfully sometimes that's all we know we don't know everything we're his children too. He's our father. We do these things because the Bible says to have faith like a child. A child looks at their parents, not having a clue in the world, but has their full trust in their parents because that's all they can do. And that's what being a child of God is like. We say to pray, we say to wait, worship, we say to wait, and we say to read because we understand the weight that they hold in our lives. And if it doesn't make sense to you, I get it. I get it. I 100% get it because sometimes it doesn't make sense to me either but trust me i've seen i've seen god show up through my prayers i've seen god transform me through my prayers i've seen him redeem me through my prayers i've seen him restore me through my prayers and i'm waiting for him to do it right now just to. but you don't understand the weight that those things hold in your life when you truly try to grasp it when you truly try to grasp on to prayer when you truly try to grasp on to waiting in faith to reading to the, reading the scriptures hoping to get some sort of fulfillment Hoping to get some, see some God because the word is God. In the beginning it was the word and the word was God. Getting to know him. Understanding his promises. Understanding his his identity in our lives. Reading and worshiping. Those things get us through those waiting periods. Those things get us through the confusion. I'm telling you, sometimes faith. Sometimes um, trust. Sometimes, you know... But that peace that we have in those waiting periods, that is what gets us through. Even though everything is chaotic, God will give you a sense of peace in the midst of it. That just pulls you through it. And it does not make sense because I'm telling you, I should be a crazy person right now. (laughs) Like, no, really, I should be. uh, Because months ago, months ago, I was. Months ago, I was questioning God, spiraling like, God, what is going on? But. And I honestly, I don't understand why I'm still not in that place. But that's because the peace that God gives you transcends all understanding. But there's a verse, there's a word, there's a sermon, there's a message that will help you get through every situation and God will lead you to it if you seek him. The word says that when you seek him, you will find him in Jeremiah 29:13. What does it mean to seek? It means to stop looking at your situation and to look at, look for God in your situation. God, where are you in this? I know I see all this chaos around me but what does your word say? I know that this is what that my situation looks like this right now that my circumstances seem to be failing me but what does your word say? Because that is what only matters. That's the only thing that matters. That's where you'll see him in your situation. That's where you'll see him sur- show up. Whenever I'm going through something um the first thing not 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 always the first thing. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I I rant, sometimes I smile, sometimes I cry. But eventually I'll get to the point where I'll pray that God leads me to a sermon pray that God leads me to a message that I need to hear pray that God uses one of his servants to speak to me pray that God uses one of my family members to speak to speak to me I pray that God leads me as I read in my quiet time and he always shows up and restores me gives me hope and gives me the peace that I need to keep going and those are the little bits and pieces that will, get, that will get you through those waiting processes. That will get you through those times where it feels like God does not care about me. Like, through the testimonies of others. Through the wise advice from old pastors. Through conversations with people. With conversations with my friends. All of that. But you gotta stop counting him out before you give him a chance. We want God to do all these things for us. But we don't do the one thing that he asks of us. Which is to simply follow him. Truly follow him. Not for a day, not for an hour, not for the rest of the year, but for the rest of your life, for all the rest of your days, to the last breath. I understand that where you, that, that where you are right now could be hard. I definitely get it. But God is outside of time. and He's not just looking at what's happening right now. He's looking at what's coming, where you've been through, and what's beyond. He's looking at the timeline of other people's lives and how they connect with yours. He's looking at the timeline of those he's going to bring into your life later. All the people that you're going to meet that that will love you in the future. He's looking at all the factors and he's weighing them. And he's saying, this is what needs to happen right now. He has a hard job, guys. (laughs) God has a hard job. It's easy to him, but it's a hard job. So yeah, he's going to take you through some storms. He's going to take you through some hurricanes. But But how else is he going to cultivate in you? what he needs to develop in you if he doesn't take you through nothing, if everything is always easy. When you truly submit to God, fully, you are bound to see change. You can't halfway, I talked about this, you can't halfway submit to him and halfway submit to yourself. Roman 8, 7 says, For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law, indeed it cannot having your mind set on what you want to do while trying to give it to god that said that tells god hey god i know everything i don't need your help and i can answer my own prayers and you can't there's absolutely no way that you can be in full submission to god and still do whatever your flesh wants to do and that doesn't mean you won't struggle i always have to say that you that you will struggle i always have to say that struggling is part of our you know walk you know the battle between the flesh and the spirit but let god be your leader Because if you've been listening to your heart your whole life and you're stuck, then you have to ask yourself, where has listening to myself brought me? Why don't I fully submit to God and see what happens? Half the time, we're not waiting on God. God is waiting on us to fall in line and get right with him 100%. Or to at least give him faith as small as a mustard seed. So that he can unleash all of the love, all the joy and the peace and the blessings over that he has for us over our lives, that's where things happen, y'all. Um, so that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for listening. Let's continue this conversation in the comments or the DMs. Message me if you want to talk about it. Message me if you're going through something and you need help, need someone to talk to, because I can use someone to talk to also. If you enjoyed this episode or if you think someone may need to hear it, please share it with a friend. Subscribe to the channel. Follow the podcast on Instagram at The Journey Podcast. Download the podcast on Apple Music or Spotify. Um, Follow me on TikTok at jada.christine. And please leave a review. Please leave a comment, you know, please interact. I love interacting. Oh, also, sorry, I forgot. I'm adding a new feature to this channel, a new playlist to this channel where I do weekly vlogs. So there will now be uploads every Sunday, which is the podcast, and there will be uploads every Wednesday, which is going to be a vlog um a day life weekly vlog we're gonna see what happens i'm just gonna have fun with it so there's going to be two uploads a week so you're gonna see my face a little bit more if you want to you know if you want to click on it if you don't want to click on it you don't have to but yeah so please come back please spin back come see me or listen to me again and look at the previous episodes because they are good too and have a blessed day bye y'all